Welcome to the Geek Speak last week bonus episode. This is the intake. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Intake. This episode, we're going to be talking horror movie scores and soundtracks and our top three horror slash Halloween songs. My co-hosts, as always, are Brian. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Tone. Hey, hey. And we have a special guest this week. This is Tom with The BAM, and he is here to talk about his new blog that he has with his partner. Say hello, Tom. Hello, my name is uh, Tom. Uh, I uh, do a blog with my uh, girlfriend named Taylor Mertz. Uh, it's called Beers and Music. We uh, talk about everything craft beer, music related, and we do throw some uh, pop culture, uh, anything like in the alternative sphere kind of uh, stuff. So we're happy to be here. Well, me, I guess, you know, Taylor's not here today, but we're ready to go. We're ready to have some fun. Hang with the Geek Speak last week. Well, thanks for having uh, having the time, making the time to come out and talk with us today. Um, I guess the the main topic today is music, obviously. So uh, I want to start with uh, scores and soundtracks. Anybody have anything they want to throw out there first? Halloween. Halloween. Carpenter's Halloween. That is the score that you think about when you think about horror movies, in my opinion. I agree. Pretty much. Um, there are some more... Uh, recent ones, like you were saying, um, it, follows it follows is a uh, favorite of mine for sure. Yeah, I don't think that movie's that scary without the music. Yep, I think it adds a particular flair to the movie. Yeah, absolutely. I also think that um, James Wan, all his movies have really good scores. Uh, yeah, the I, one that sticks out to me is the Saw franchise. That that score that he has in them is very uh, even. Just like in Insidious, that whole when yeah, the title pops up and it's just like that really like yeah, string string whatever is happening. Yeah, very, very anything anything by Danny Elfman. Yeah, oh, sure. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Like any any like the Sleepy Hollow, the Beetlejuice, Edward Ooh. Scissorhands, yes. like all of those were fantastic. Like they they just like as soon as you hear them too, you're like that's Danny Elfman. Yeah, absolutely. He has a distinctive style, a distinctive sound that just adds that eeriness to it. I mean, even the Batman movies. That's a great voice. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's so funny that, like, I forgot that he was in a band before he became yeah. this, this huge mm-hmm. sure, person who does all these scores and stuff. Um, but, yeah, definitely those are tops for me. I know that The Exorcist. Oh, yeah, Tubular Bells. The tubular bells and even just some of the strings mm-hmm. in that are just very unsettling. Um, there's obviously other ones like a the, quiet place, the lack thereof of sound and yes, yeah, see yeah. that and music. The, that the sound design, the sound design on that was absolutely fantastic. Like I, I, I am so glad I got a surround sound system because like I couldn't imagine rewatching those movies without that it, it's just not the same you need that immersive sound to it you really yeah, do like some horror movies benefit from 
not having any music playing or anything at a at sometimes uh hush the mike flanagan movie yes yeah yeah he's deaf like there's parts where you don't hear anything and you're like holy shit i could not do this yeah hereditary was another one yeah oh, love that movie that just it, it just felt like someone playing on like they were like playing a violin on your nerves Ugh. like the whole time like you're just like I, 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 it just, it, it, it put me in physical positions where I just, because yeah, yeah. like the whole time stuff is going on, there's not a lot going on, but it's just that little bit of strings that was just, it just evokes complete terror. And I know this isn't horror, but the Joker's theme in the Dark Knight film oh, did the sure. same thing. Yeah, because I, it was literally just would some of that stuff be like more like sound design? I mean, yeah, like it is that's sound definitely design, sound design. But I too. think I feel like it's always the director's job and, and some do it well and some don't. But if they do it well, that's when you get they know how to use it sparingly. They know how mm -hmm. to put it in when it's needed. And the sound design, obviously, they that that plays one in the same with the score. I mean, mm -hmm. they play sure. off of one another. So yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely such a big part of movies that you don't always think about. Um, I feel like that's the aspect that really kind of delivers the suspense or the action, whatever it is, that's not being shown. Uh, I, I really agree. I really have a lot of, uh, affection for people who can do that well because not a whole lot of people can and uh then there's the opposite side of that coin which is the soundtracks mm -hmm. and there's a lot of movies with a lot of good soundtracks um i mean just favorites. something we recently talked about the um fear street movies yes they had really good soundtracks yeah there's the first two and i i can think I just see one Oh, you only saw the first I one? I saw part one, yeah. You just rewatched the whole trilogy again. Yeah. You? Yeah. Yep. And I know Brian watched it just a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I saw it when it first came. I saw them as they came out on the weekends, but good music in the background. I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. It, it definitely helped place you in the in the time period that, you know, Stranger it got thing. a little excessive at certain points, but. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because in, in the first one, there was a point where they literally dropped three songs within like I, I like less than a minute. And I'm like, dang, man, we get it. It's the 90s. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, are we supposed to really hardcore feel like we're in the 90s when we're watching that? Because that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's what they want you to feel, because that's what they're trying to encapsulate in that first movie there. Um, and then the, the other one with the, the camp. That one does the same thing with yep. the music. Um, I feel like it's not not heavy-handed, but sometimes not not specifically Fear Street, but sometimes movies that are set in a certain era can be heavy-handed. I f I think that the Captain Marvel movie was very heavy-handed. That was one that like, okay, we get it. It's mid '90s. Can we move on now? You know what I mean? Um, that's where I wish they would have used more score and less soundtrack. Um, but there are, there are a lot of good movies that, that do have good soundtracks. I mean, back in the day, uh, I know what you did last summer that had a really good soundtrack. 
Scream, um, Scream, too. Scream had a really good soundtrack. So that's what I was just gonna say. Going because I recently rewatched the Scream franchise, and the first one, like uh, the first Fear Street, reminded me of Scream with the music, mm-hmm. the yep. way that they used it, and it's very good, very well done. Was it Scream that had the remake of Hush, Hush, Hush? Was what the yeah, I think it I was. Think it was yeah. that, and that was a really good remake. But something you rewatched last night also has Lost a great Boys, soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Lost Boys. <laughs> yes, Lost Boys. My wife may may have a little bit to say about it, but that song that's is amazing. amazing. I love it. And Sexy Sax Man. Sexy Sax Man. <laughs> the sexiest. Well, I got a question. So then, what's the, so scores add X, and then what do soundtracks add? Like, like, it can also add the same thing. Like they could add the same use, player? use the right way. Like if it's something that's playing in the song, something that was horrible in the Texas Chainsaw that we were talking about earlier with Alexander Daddario, Trey Songs is in that, I think. And one of his songs is playing in the movie. Right. Why is his song playing if he's in the movie? True. It's, I think that's the only way they could get him in the movie. Probably. That's the answer, yeah, right? It was just yeah. really bad because like he placed in like the 90s. No. When did that movie come out, though? I 2013, 14. It wasn't long well, that's the thing, right? He was popular then. Oh, like, no, yeah, yeah. In the movie. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That's him being why. in the movie is one thing, but, like, having him dancing to his own song in the movie is, like... Yeah. It, the soundtrack helps set a tone for your characters yeah. instead of the tone for the, the film. It, it helps it helps you get in sort of the mindset of who we're dealing with at that moment in time. It should yeah. accentuate it. Yeah. Yeah. Because to me, scores almost add uh, feeling to action. Like you're yes. in a uh, really like terrifying situation. So it's going to add that feeling to that. But like if you want to feel something towards the plot, a soundtrack is going to like make you feel towards a specific character. That's just my feeling. But yeah, like, I yeah, think you guys might feel something different. But. No, I think you're right. I think that the song choices that they make, if you're going to have an actual radio song in your movie, mm-hmm. it should do one of two things, and it can be heavy-handed. It's either going to give you a little bit more about the character that is in the scene, yep. or it's going to establish the time and place that it's being, mm-hmm. being yeah. uh, set in. For sure. So... Like I said, with some, it can become heavy-handed because if, if it's one needle drop and it's like, okay, this is establishing you're in 1994, that's fine. But when they keep belaboring it and playing a new 1994 song every five minutes, that's like... But I mean, isn't that how the radio is? You're right. Yeah, to, to, to a point, you're right. But at the same time, we're not living in a yeah. world where we're changing a radio every five minutes. So... I think that a little bit of restraint against the director, it's the producer and the editor who are going to sit there and say, okay, this works, this doesn't, let's pull back a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, But as far as the soundtrack, there's a lot of movies where you go in and you're like, oh, I really like that song. I never even knew that song. Like The Conjuring. Um, The Conjuring has a song in it by a band that's actually Ryan Gosling is the lead singer of the band. I've never even heard of the band before. I never heard the song before, but the song shows up 
in the conjuring interesting and i was like this is a cool song I, I wonder who it is and then afterwards i looked it up on whatever it was spotify or whatever i was like oh this is actually a cool song it's a cool band and then that's when i found out ryan gosling was the lead singer of this band and it's one of those i put it on my halloween mix for the you know for the last couple of years since i've seen the conjuring and it's just a fun cool little song and a lot of times movies will throw things on their soundtrack like that and you just yeah it's like a little gem that you find and you're able to you know kind of check it out every year okay dead man's bones is the name of the band right Mm -hmm. yeah like a score that we didn't talk about suspiria done by goblin Mm -hmm. oh yeah crazy good like goblin is just yes they're so good yeah they that movie that's one of those movies that a lot of people even myself included don't bring up a lot but which one the original or the new one the original i haven't seen the new one actually the original for me the the new one i watched but i it just didn't give me the same Mm -hmm. sensation the the original one for me obviously it's uh jalo and it's very colorful and all that stuff which i enjoy um i don't even know if it's a terrific movie but watching it and hearing the soundtrack Mm -hmm. are an experience in and of itself so i really like the movie for that um it's definitely one of those movies that does have a like you said goblin throughout the whole thing it just has this like it sounds like moaning and yeah, and like, like shrieking and no, no. yeah, and like it's chanting and shit. Man. It's crazy. Um, really good movie and really good soundtrack. Uh, and the song I was trying to think of by that band is called "In the Room Where You Sleep." But yeah, Suspiria for sure. Oh yeah, good stuff. Rosemary's Baby. I love also, that movie. I don't the opening I don't that I and ever ending heard. themes for that are very creepy is that the one where it's basically <laughs> like um like a choral uh, kind of, yeah a chorus yeah yes yeah i do know what you mean now that's a movie that scared me way too much like i don't know why it that's scared a- me so much but it was really good it's just a really and that's another slow burn 70s movie it really scared the crap out of me when i watched it amityville horror amityville horror is good uh i don't Really remember the music from that one as well. It sounds like it's kids like singing. Unrelated, but like, have you ever woken up at the time in Amityville Heart? Oh, no. (laughs) You're talking about from the the remake that they had every time you looked at the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I've never. Don't put that in my head. I don't have that. I've never thought to look to see if it was that time, but (laughs) I feel like Ed's going to wake up now all the time and be like, oh, shit. Don't want to know. I don't want to know. Not a lot. I, I, I think it's like, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's like 207 or something like that. Oh, I have no idea. No, probably fact check me. I have a like. We're not big on facts here. We like to talk about things we think. Fact check me because I've woken up at a time that I have always construed. 3:15 a.m. 3:15. Shit. I mean, 7 and 315 are the same, pretty much. Same to me. <laughs> Think about it. I've always thought it was that. Hey, we want to fact checks. Fact check. Fact check time. There you go. All right. So with that, I guess we'll get into our top three horror slash Halloween songs. Uh, like always, we're going to do 
one honorable mention and then get into our list. This time it'll only be one. This right? time it will only be one. I promise I won't go <laughs> off on a tangent and get yelled at again. I mean, <clears throat> how do we want to start this? Do you want me to start as usual? You know what? Let's let's let our Tom. special guest Tom. You can start right. with your, your honorable mention, Tom. Right. Like, I don't know. But I'll do it. Let's do it. For so, your honorable mention. My honorable mention for Halloween song is definitely going to be Pet Cemetery by okay. the Ramones. Good choice. Um, I've always been a, a big fan of the Ramones. They have uh, kind of spearheaded me into uh, liking playing guitar. And I love the... Uh, movie that's cemetery so like yeah, that kind of like got me into uh stephen king for his stuff um so if i'm getting into my like top three now so now you do your number three so number three i'm going to say is nightmare on my street by will smith if i knew know the story correctly that was not a part of the movie he just wanted to like get in on the nightmare on elm street thing and I heard it for the first time when I saw Freddy vs. Jason nice. at a drive-in, nice. and I had no idea that Will Smith made a horror movie song, and I thought that was cool being from Philadelphia. And, yeah, I think that's the story for that song. So yeah, Brian's <laughs> honorable mention in number three. What do you got, Brian? <laughs> you can. You can. I was... I, was, I don't know. If, I was. I, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know if you want to, but you can piggyback off of what he said because I know that's on your list. No, I see, but I can swap it. I I can swap out. I I I will can have I to. Swap, I would have to go <laughs> with. Uh, and now I'm forgetting that I'm forgetting the person's name now. Oh, I'm so sorry, Brian. The <laughs> artist name, and it's killing me. Hold on. That's part of the fun of not telling each other what our songs are. <laughs> I just said today, I was like, we don't really have a lot of overlap. <laughs> okay. My honorable mention is Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. Oh, nice. Nice. There we go. Very good That's song. That's a great one, actually. I love that song. On my list already. Like, on it's, my it's, actual it's playlist. Just, it's, it's just this great song. My favorite line is just, I'm in the shower. I'm afraid to wash my hair. <laughs> yeah, that is good. I just, I just love the way he's at. Because I always were like, why is he talking like that? <laughs> you're an average man with an average house but you talk like you're a, you're a butler like I, I don't i'm confused but anyway um that's a very gordy jam too my number three i would have to say is uh rob zombies living dead girl nice good call very good because i've i've heard it in so many different movies horror and otherwise and 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 my favorite uh um like my favorite use of it was in in um in the twisted metal games it was that and yeah. they had that and dragula playing because that was actually the name of the car that they had the rob yep. zombie character driving in the twisted metal games so yeah. when either one of those songs would be on and i had the dragula oh it was over with <laughs> it was just, oh, <laughs> i love those songs Next. Right. Tone, I'll, I'll throw it over to you. Yep. All right. So my honorable mention is One Way or Another by Until the Ribbon Breaks. It's 
the cover of the original song one way or another. Bad Blondie. Yes. Okay. Which is already a creepy song if you actually listen to the oh, lyrics. Oh, absolutely. The lyrics are... They slow it down and it's a man singing it. That makes it and worse. And it sounds like <laughs> he is... Like it, like, it makes you actually listen to the lyrics. Hmm. And you're like, oh, no. Why are you watching me? Why are you going by my house when the lights... And when the lights are off, you're looking to... No, I don't want any of this. Like, it's really creepy. And actually, the first time I heard it was in one of the season finales for the show The Magicians. Okay. And it was because there was a character that was, like, stalking them at that point. That's cool. And, like, like, I was like, that song's great. That's going on my Halloween playlist. It's super creepy. Nice. Now, I'm a big Blondie fan, and, and I... I think you're really going to like this first. So I'm definitely going to check. I actually listened to, I watched a uh, documentary about the band and it was basically, and it was going song by song as to, mm-hmm. you know, what made them great. And they talk about how that was written of about somebody was after Deborah Harry and following her. And that's what she wrote. And they just made it a pop beat. And, and put it thing, against like, the pop beat. Nobody really pays attention to you the lyrics. You hear that song and you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah. You're not listening. But when but you yes, actually listen the to it. The undercurrent of that song is creepy as shit. So yeah. I definitely have to check that out. That sounds awesome. Definitely does. My number three is called Turn Off the Light by Kim Petras featuring Elvira. Ooh, my girl. I remember that. What is that reference to? Um... It's actually just her, like she just made this like pop. Oh, it's an original like, like it's a pop, a okay. pop like Halloween song, and Elvira's in it, and she actually like has a voiceover, kind of like Vincent Price. Oh, thriller. cool, cool. Uh, like it's actually really good, fun, like poppy Halloween song. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a very good song. She actually puts out like a couple of her albums are like all like horror themed poppy music. That's cool. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll be on the lookout for that. That sounds awesome. Anything with my girl in it, I'm down. And now, I mean, I figured you'd be in Elvira's. Absolutely. I don't. Kim Petras is pretty cool. I don't know much of her stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm interested though. Yeah. Nonetheless, very interested. What do you have there, Ed? All right. Uh, my the first of my 15 <laughs> honorable. I'm kidding. The, my first <laughs> and only honorable mention this time. Uh, it's by a band called Twin Temple. Uh, they are a satanic doo-wop duo. I'm already. They sing a lot of doo-wop songs that are about Satanism and the devil. And it's very, I mean, obviously some people are going to be turned off by that, but I feel it's so cool and retro and interesting. And the song that I picked is called The Devil Didn't Make Me Do It. And the the lyrics are basically just this thing happened and everybody wants to blame it on the devil, but that's not actually the case. I wanted to do this. He had nothing to do with it. I'm a bad person, (laughs) which is awesome. And I I really love the song. It's very catchy. Um, If you didn't know what the background of the band was, you'd just be like, oh, this is some poppy song. But uh Twin Temple is is one of those bands I think we found by accident, and they're on rotation all the time in my house. They're very That's cool. awesome. Awesome. Um, my number three 
is from the Phantom of the Paradise soundtrack from 1974, a Brian De Palma film, which I love unabashedly, and it's not good. And I, it's okay. It's one of those movies. It's if you're watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you want to watch and you need something else. You need a second movie for a double feature. That's the movie to watch. It's a great movie. And the song is by Paul Williams. It's called The Hell of It. And it's just creepy sounding and ominous sounding and also fun and jaunty at the same time. I can't explain it. You just have to hear it to know. Um, just a very, very cool song. And I love Paul Williams. He did the Rainbow Connection for uh, the Muppets. He's done tons and tons. He's just a big uh, writer of music and songs. And this song is very, very cool. So that is my number three. Yeah. Back to you, Tom. Well, Tom. Number two. All right, number two. We are going to go with a song by the Misfits called the last caress. Yes. I absolutely love the misfits. Um, they're the epitome of hard punk. And that song, I have not been able to attribute to a specific movie. I think it's just like hit like his own like horror centric mm-hmm. lyrics thing, or like it's a political song. I mean, not trying to be political, but like about abortion potentially. I don't really know what the song's about, but like, I want to dance around on Halloween listen to it. So like that—that that, that is a great song. All right, um, Brock. My oh, number yeah. two. My number two is actually a weird one. It's it's probably not popular at all. Um, it's not really even, but it's one of the songs that actually stuck out to me. Other than the theme song from the movie, um, it's actually called Magic from Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, it's literally the song that plays when when the shit hits the fan in the movie and and the the containment unit unit goes off and it just it just always stuck stuck with me. Um I I don't know why the name the, the artist is Mick Smiley, but I don't know why it always but it just creep it just kind of creeped me out when when that song hits. Just like it's cool, but at the same time it's just like yeah, it's it's the exact right mood song for this moment of the movie. And I, I've always I've always enjoyed it. And it's something that kind of just sticks with me no matter what. I will literally be humming that around this time of year when just uh, like I see all the lights and all everybody's decorations. And I'm just like, I believe is magic. I believe is magic. And I'm just start thinking about it in my head. And I'm like, yeah. That one has always stuck with me. So, yeah, I, I'm going to throw a weird one out there that most people won't ever think of. All right, cool. I like it. I'll have to. It's funny because I just rewatched that movie recently and movie. I still you can't remember the song. It in my head. Now, as soon as he said, like, what part of the movie it's from, like, I know exactly what song you're talking about. Yeah. It just, it, it, and also the way, it, the, the way the song starts is just like the guy going, please, please. Please let's make some. And I'm like, I just love that intro. It's just it's like, it's like it's almost like the ghosts saying it, like they're they're finally mm-hmm. being released. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, I like this. That's cool. All right. Well, that's a good number two. Now we're gonna go to Tones number two. Me. Yes. All right. My number two. It's actually a very long title. 
Undead Ahead 2, The Tale of the Midnight Ride by Motionless in White. That's a mouthful, sir. Yes. We, uh, that's that's just white. damn. Right? Great song. Right, I love gonna, yeah, I love motionless and white. We're gonna have to do a side episode just so you can say that again. Yeah, yeah. then we'll have to do an episode on it. Um, it's the, the entire song premise is it's the tale of the headless horseman. Oh, cool. Uh, but it's a very good song, and they're another we're gonna be talking about another band shortly, I'm sure. But this sure is one of one of those bands that does like horror, like Theme awesome. songs and like they also like dress up and they're like they, I think they wear makeup. You know, Motionless and White is from Scranton, so PA band, so that's yes. pretty cool. They are a metal band that writes songs like Hard Jason. Yeah. They are punk. They're a little metal. They're they have a little bit of like a Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson feel. Yeah, definitely. It's they're they're a cool band. Um, they have a number of songs that reference horror movies. Um, I've seen them when I was, I want to say 16 years old. Oh, so wow. like they left an impression. Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're an awesome band. Uh, Cause even besides that, like um, their song eternally yours. Great song. Which they did like their regular, like hard version. But then there's like a slowed down version. That's they also did. Uh, actually they did kind of like a movie soundtrack version of like an album of theirs which is actually really really cool um and it was actually between two different songs by them for this it was going to be the one that i chose on dead ahead to or uh broadcasting from beyond the grave which is another horror like halloween specific theme uh, what is that is that a, have anything no that one's just like them like like okay. it, it actually has like the beginning of that song starts like uh, one of those old timey radio uh, plays. Okay, and like then it goes into the actual song. It's uh, it's kind of heavy for you, Ed. I know you're not into like. No, it's, it's, it, I'm just actually no because I feel like it's into the they fall more into like the Rob Zombie style of thing that I can deal with. Uh, again, I I like all music. I'll try all music, and I even the one that you're saying now, I'll I'll listen to it. I just may not be, you know, 100% be, be coming back in. Yeah. But it, it, the thing is, like, the content, if the content is there and they're talking about shit that I like and I can almost get past it. Like, yeah. there's a few okay. there's a few of the other kind of song that you were talking yeah. about earlier, and I, I do dig it. It's just I have to be able to understand what they're saying. I do like Motionless and like that a lot, and I – I could probably send you some stuff in there that I think you All like. Right. Definitely. Absolutely. And I, I will check it out. And again, like we always say on this, on this show, not everything's for everybody. No. You try it. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. You can come back to it later. You can always go back to the thing you usually like. It's the great thing about being a person. You can always try something new. It's Preach. Preach. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so you're number two, Ed. So my number two. This is my kind of my kind of hard rock. And it's, you know, a lot of people are gonna disagree with this, but I like melodic hard rock. No, and I like chemical romance. My chemical romance is one of those bands that MC people just say it's emo, it's for kids. I like this band a lot. I always have they're great. Um, and the the song that I picked, even though there's a ton of <laughs> their music that I could have picked. Cemetery Drive is one of my absolute favorites of theirs. 
it's very horror centric. It's very, it's obviously about a lover who's died, who haunts his, uh, his girlfriend after, after he's passed. And it's just a cool song. I mean, um, Gerard Way's voice is awesome. I don't know, you know, and this stuff, it's not for everybody, but I think this song and the music behind it, the drums especially are fantastic in this song. Um, I don't know. It's just one of those songs where it's on my list every Halloween. I think it's very cool. I think it has a very cool horror story to tell in it. And uh, I dig it. I don't know. I just like it. That's my number two of that. My Chemical Romance was, uh, it, I should say was, is definitely a favorite band of mine. I was supposed to see them in 2020. Yeah. Did their, uh, so were a lot of other people. Yeah, know, right? <laughs> and, you know, the tour went to 2021. Now it's in 2022. Yeah. Now people are like, are we ever going to get to see My Chemical Romance do the reunion tour? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my number one. Let's go horror-related song is Thank God It's Friday by Ice Nine Kills. Uh, it is a metalcore song, which is a mixture between metal and hardcore um, about the franchise Friday the 13th. They pull like the uh, really famous parts of the score. You yeah. know, I'll leave that to the imagination there. You know, think of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they really talk about the movie in a creative way. It makes you want to really like mosh with the, you know, the movie. Great song. Uh, one of my favorite, you know, new school metal bands. Uh, I would recommend them to anyone who likes metal and mm-hmm. likes horror movies. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, take it away. Oh, know? no, I mean... I knew this was going to happen. I know Tom likes Ice Nine Kills. I know I like Ice Nine Kills. Uh, I'm glad you picked Thank God It's Friday because I didn't pick Thank God It's Friday on my list. That's good. But it's also one of my top songs. Like it's in my Halloween playlist. Uh, They just dropped a new album, uh, Silver Screams 2, Welcome to Horrorwood. Uh, It's a very, very good album. This one's more concept than the last one was. Um, I would absolutely love if they did something kind of like repo the genetic opera, because I think Spencer has a mind for that and their music would fit, especially if they got the same people to help them with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, like we kind of been alluding to tone, let me listen to some of this stuff. And even if I don't necessarily, I'm not geared towards the music the message in it and the horror in it is very, very cool and very well done. I was watch, I was actually listening to it while watching the lyrics just because I had a hard time discerning what they were saying. Um, not that everybody will, but I did. And the lyrics are amazing. The lyrics are completely fitting with all of the songs that they're singing. It's I just sometimes feel like the, once you know what they're saying in the screaming parts that like are a little bit harder to that, understand. If I get when you listen yes. uh, again, like you know what they're saying, so you like hear it, yeah, and it fits. Um, yeah, they've done they've covered a lot of horror movies and not yeah. so much horror movies too. Um, they also did 
the album before their horror centric Silver Screams, they did an entire album where every song was based off books. Yes, you told me. That and they that covered. Well. That's where they covered. They All covered the some books. horror horror ones in there too because they covered Carrie. Uh, yeah. Um, wasn't the show? They covered the Exorcist. I did not. The know Exorcist. Yes. The Exorcist song is like that's one of those ones. It's like there's a lot of screaming in that, but that, that song is great. Actually, um, the Carrie one is the one I like a lot. The Carrie one and the Jaws one are the two. That I, I knew you really, were gonna like. Really, really I knew you were gonna like. And I like that they incorporate stuff from the movies and like in the Jaws when they incorporate the like Jaws theme. Yes. Very cool. Um, and they incorporate lines from the movies into some of the lyrics and yeah. like some of the like talking parts in the songs too, which is very, very cool. Uh, like in Thank God It's Friday, the You're All Doomed. Yeah. That's in there. Right, right. Uh, and there's parts where Mrs. Voorhees is <laughs> like singing. Like the entire chorus is like the dead counselor singing the chorus and it's about Jason. <laughs> yeah. Like it's... They're a very cool band that, like, they started out very emo scene style. And, they definitely did. And then they completely pivoted. And I think it's mostly because of Spencer, because, like, it seems like he's very much into horror stuff more than, like, some like, of the other guys that were in the band. So I would say, like, is it Spencer Charnas featuring Ice Nine Kills? I, or, like, is it Ice Nine I Kills? Think like, <laughs> up to this new album, you could say that, but I feel like they've come into like a whole cohesive unit in the new album. Cause I feel like the new album is very more melodic, like the guitar solos and stuff in the new album are amazing. And that's what I wanted to touch on with when you guys started talking about this band. The, the musicianship in this is it's fantastic. Very like the guitars, the drums, the bass. I thought I loved fantastic. Silver Screams one, but Silver Screams two is like cool quickly climbing up there like it's the music they 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 cover hellraiser which that song i love and hellraiser isn't really high on my list but that song is very good the features on the album yes that's intense like my bloody valentine one uh take who would have thought they would have had cannibal corpse yes as a feature (laughs) cannibal corpse is only a band i've heard about i've never even listened to they're and a metalcore band. I, would I know what they are. Corpse Grinder. <laughs> yeah. Corpse Grinder would have been like, I mean. But it, pro- and oh, that's, song, that's, a, still in, that's right? another one of those songs where like, that's not usually my style of music, but I love that song. And I don't like, it's just because the music is just that good. In the, the they do, they cover Candyman on this new album too. And it's Farewell to Flesh is the name of the song. But they have the Flight of the Bumblebees mixed into that. Yeah, I was actually thinking about uh, Bri when I was listening to that. I was like, oh, he, he would, he would. Yeah, I think you'd really like that one, Bri. <clears throat> That's the thing. Like, sounds interesting. It's such a, it's I, one of those things where, like, the mute, again, it, the, the singing and when they, when you get into the growling and stuff, not for me, but the musicality, the, the, the skill that these guys have, and even his singing voice. Spencer's when singing he voice sings is, with a melodic singing voice, it's very good. And then it's weird because I'm like, I'm so into this. Like, yes. And then he just starts the growling and I'm like, shit, now I'm not. I have a recommendation. I think the... I would also say watch the music videos because the music videos, the production quality in the music videos are amazing. Right. Have you seen... And... I apologize. No, you're good. Uh, the movie The Crow. Yes. Uh, yes. That, that song. Cool. The song's called A Great Mistake and there's no screaming in it. 
it is just and they also do and i also told them there's acoustic versions of some of their songs too that you should check out yeah i do want to check out lehman yeah Yeah, actually yeah yeah from the friday the 13th he's the first jason uh he doesn't they do an acoustic version of thank god it's friday with the the legitimate first Jason from Friday the 13th, uh, jumping out of the uh, water. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a 45 year old movie. Yeah, that's a very yeah. old movie. <laughs> Good stuff. I mean, I yeah, would definitely recommend that song if you are not a metalcore fan. Yeah, definitely check fan. out uh, Grave Mistake. That's a great one. Yeah, absolutely. And their shows are ridiculous. Like, they're like live shows. Right. They do like they come out dressed up and everything and it's awesome. Cool. All right, Brad, what's your uh your number one? Um, my number one is actually a new it's it's actually a new song, but it's an old song. Um, it is the tethered remix of I Got Five on It from Oh uh, yeah, man. Good stuff. Good. I, good pull. I didn't know you could make that song creepy. <laughs> I didn't know. I like, I mean, I know, and I know that's a thing now with Hollywood is to turn, is to slow every song down and make it creepy. Yes. And, and, and it works, but I, I just remember seeing that trailer for that for the first time and I'm watching the trailer and I just keep ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding, ding in the background. And I'm like, is that, I got five on it. Yeah. And then it just got worse. And I'm like, oh, that's, I got five on it. Yeah. And, and and then and then it's, and I'm like I don't like that song anymore. Like the, the trailer <laughs> ended, and I was like, they made this song as creepy as you could possibly like. It's 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 like it, it almost became iconic the oh, way they absolutely. did that. That was just it was yeah. Like if if I ever heard someone's ringtone do that, I'd be like, now nah, you'd have to get the fuck away from me. It's funny because you say it made you not like it anymore. It made me like it so much more. And I love the original version. I mean, that's but I mean, I love the song. Don't get me wrong, but it it made me go. Yes, oh, it's it's, it's for sure it's a whole, creepy. Whole other spin on the song oh, for me. I should absolutely. Say. So so it's like yeah, like I I love the song. I've always loved the musicality of that song. I've always loved that just those beats. I actually have a I have a very vivid memory of something from college where someone was just playing that in the background on a piano, and it was just. We were just having a good old time and but when they slowed it down that was the yeah. most effective version of slowing down a song and yeah, making I'll it agree. creepy that i had ever heard and at it, that point it doesn't like, hurt that it's such a good movie i mean yes. that movie's fantastic oh, yeah yes and then the song in the movie itself the way it's used yes, to illustrate yeah. certain things and you're like Yes. It, it 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 made the song over, like more multi-layered than it already was and and that's why it's it yeah it, it's my number one. Yeah, so. absolutely. Great pick. Great pick. That's one I, of those movies I have to revisit because I saw it when it first came out in the movies. Then I saw it again when it came out on probably Blu-ray or whatever it was. And then we rewatched it again because my wife hadn't seen it. But I have to rewatch it because it's been a few years. It's that's, such a good movie. That's a great movie. And in that song specifically, when they take like some of the song, like the uh, score cues and place them in the song, yeah. in the slow mm-hmm. down version, it just makes it so much more creepier because you associate those sound cues with stuff that happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And it's yeah. just like, oh. And just like, yes. that, 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 yeah. And like the unnatural movie. Yeah, the, the movement. Like the, oh. the way like she would move her head and everything. Oh, oh creepy shit. So good. I love it. That's a great movie. Yeah. It's yeah. A great it's a pick. Movie. That's a great pick, bro. Great pick. Definitely. Awesome. All right. So is it my turn now? It's your turn. It's, it's your turn now, Tone. All right. Well, we're going back to Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> Surprise, surprise, my number one is Stabbing in the Dark. Love it. Ice Nine Kills. That is their song that is based on Halloween. Yes. Uh, that's another one that's very good, like with the little, like all the callbacks to the actual movie. They have part where there's like a cop talking over his uh, radio. Uh, it's just so good, that song. And the music video for that one actually dropped the same day that Halloween 2018 came out. So it was very timely. And I think the music video is better than that movie. <laughs> you're 100% correct. You're I haven't even right. seen the video and you're right. You're probably right. Um, but yes, again, like I think they just have, I don't know who, if how involved, I'm pretty sure Spencer is like heavily involved in making the music videos, but their music videos, like the production quality on them is just so good. And there's an, if you watch their music videos from the first one they put out to the most recent one, there's an entire story that's happening through them all, which is about Spencer being a serial killer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of unprecedented. Like now and even as far back yeah. as I can think, really, I, I know that there have been, you know, some bands who have tried to like tell a story within their videos, but that's, pretty much unprecedented yeah I, like I feel. now they have bill mosley in the music videos yes yeah. they got him in with the new with the new ones uh but everyone is it's basically a retelling of whatever horror movie they're doing but it, i mean the whole conceit in the first round of them was that he was going to see his uh therapist and telling them about these dreams he had but it's really like, is he really killing people? Kind of like American Psycho yeah. style thing. But then they covered American Psycho in the second on the second album. He's just gonna say American Psycho, another one with a great soundtrack. That is another yeah, I was really about to say that too. That that, 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 that is a great. I was never so scared of walking on sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta return some videotapes. I love to go return some videotapes. That movie is just that movie is just fantastic. I um, love that movie. I recycled, absolutely I love that, that movie. So yeah. many. Gotta go return everything. <laughs> Where are you going? I gotta go return some video tape. What? Somebody will touch me. Are you a fan of Huey Lewis? Are you a fan of Huey Lewis in the news? Oh yeah, he killed Jared Leto in that movie. So great. Oh really? You've never seen it? No, Tom. Tom. Yeah, you're, no. you're staying tonight. We're watching yeah. it now. That's that's a movie like that's one of those horror movies that wasn't on my horror movie recommendation movie. list, but that is a horror movie I recommend to people. I've it's, heard the ice. I Hill. think everybody needs to see that at least once. <laughs> yes, I think you owe it to yourself to see it at least once because absolutely. Then you can make your whatever you want like and then you'll also get a bunch of cool things to say to people yeah you'll like the and whole like, the like business card like, don't just alone. stare at it eat it yes <laughs> exactly yes the business card <laughs> yeah. scene though like that's been mean to death yes. like to the point where 
there's a version of that scene where they took the business cards away and made it Pokemon cards. <laughs> and like, it's great because they make them fit like the one where they talk about the eggshell, like it's an executor or something on it. Like, it so they're like a watermark. Yeah. Okay. And like, that's the thing. Like they completely did away with the regular business cards and they're just pulling out Pokemon that's cards. Great. Like, it's great. Like don't I just love... stare to eat it and don't touch the watch are probably my two favorite <laughs> of all of the, it's the... like, great christian bale his finest yeah yeah absolutely ah great movie great movie great song all right all right your number one my number one all right let's go here we go my number one is by warren zevon who gave us one of the seminal horror slash halloween songs werewolves of london but it's not werewolves of london it's called excitable boy and this song very poppy, very catchy song that is about a serial killer who has taken a girl on a date and killed her and goes to a goes to a psychiatric hospital and gets released and then goes back and digs up her bones. It's nice. a fantastic song, a, a heartwarming song, if you will, about a young boy who just wants to be in <laughs> love with a girl. <clears throat> but it's one of those songs where I as early back as I can remember, I was probably five or six or seven or something. And I remember hearing it on the radio because at that time they played shit like this on the radio. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I said to my mom, what is this song about? And she's like, well, hon, it's about a serial killer and he kills a girl. And I was like, oh, great. This is uh, shit you shouldn't tell your seven year old. But it's a great song. It's a very, very catchy song. I love it. Uh, Warren Zevon's one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, great music in it. So yeah, that's my number one. All right, guys. Well, thank you for uh, listening to this episode of The Intake uh, with our special guest here, Tom from BAM. Appreciate you coming on, Tom. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I enjoyed it. And guys, keep, a, keep an eye out for the Instagram page. Take a look at us on the Facebook. Uh, we are going to have some stuff up there shortly about all the stuff you just heard on this episode and more. And um, I will be putting out a Spotify playlist for us. And Tone will be putting out a Spotify playlist of all the songs we just discussed and maybe more. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you guys have anything you'd like to add, as always, Brian, give them the uh, Geek Speak Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're at uh, Geek Speak last week. That's well, two words or Geek Speak last week, four words. You can look us up, but um, we're out there. We're dropping our uh, episodes every week and uh, trying to throw some lists and things up there as well. I saw Ed threw something up this week, so we're going to try and keep that trend going. Tone, let them know where we can find us on Instagram. On Instagram, you find us at Geek Speak last week, all one word. And you can always send an email to us at gslwpod at gmail.com let us know the songs you're listening to the the soundtracks you want to hear and the scores that you're listening to during this halloween season and uh and you can also hear tom on bam at beers and music on instagram that is b-e-e-r-z and music on instagram and on facebook 
All right. Well, there it is, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you.